Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Welcome to this glorious mess, Big Kids. It's Mamma Mia's podcast for parents who give their heart and soul to their kids, only to be told, stop, you're embarrassing me. (laughs) It's very true. My name is Holly Wainwright. I work here at Mamma Mia and I have two primary school age kids. uh, I'm guessing you're not embarrassed by you. Oh, they're always embarrassed by me. I I love nothing more these days than I just start singing, you know, because we listen to lots of music together and then I'll just start singing when we're at the shops and Matilda's like, no singing in public. I'm like, (laughs) ha. (laughs) <laughs> so you're getting the joy from it. I'm Andrew Daddo. I've got three kids, 21, 19 and 16. Yeah, I think, yeah, we're pretty – well, are we embarrassing? I bet you are. Mm. I bet you are. I think we've been through it and we're less embarrassing now, maybe more so for the 16-year-old. But the other ones are like, oh, that's mm-hmm, them. Maybe. They, they rock out. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to be talking about the principal who has never suspended a child. Is school suspension old school? Oh, old school. Plus, nails have failed, of course. <laughs> well, but, you didn't realise you wrote. I know. But first, Andrew, I was at the shops. So it's been school holidays in New South Wales, which is where we are. They finished a, a little over a week ago. I did a lot of shopping during that time because I had to with my mask on, being sensible, all those things. Christmas trees in all the shops. Not, so no, it no, was no. September. Not yet. Turning into October. Plastic, plastic ones. Yeah, pl- yeah, plastic Christmas trees, fairy lights. And it stresses me. I know there are people who love it that Christmas, like to get organised for Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure there are listeners here are you stre- are you- who've already got their list. Yeah. But 2020 has been such a strange year. And our friends in Melbourne, as you're listening to this, hopefully, fingers crossed, are like slowly crawling out mm. of their houses for the first time. They're going to go to the shopping centre for the first time and they're going to be like, holy hell, it's Christmas already. Like in 2021, nothing is certain. How do we even know we're going to have a Christmas? Yeah. (laughs) Are you planning anything in the Uh, house? Yeah, all we know for Christmas is mum and dad who are in Melbourne said we're coming north for Christmas. If they're allowed. They, They have to be allowed. No, 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 no. Like, You're going to no, ram no. the border. Well, if if Trump can get out of hospital three days after going in, if he's still alive, because we don't know. If... At the time you're listening to this. At the time you're listening to this, then they, they, they have to be able to come up for Christmas. I think if, yeah. It's going to be, I mean, in seriousness, I think that with the Christmas trees in the shops are stressing me. But one of the reasons is because I think that. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not as a religious festival, mm. it's that summer holiday time is a time traditionally when families get together, right? And we have no idea if we'll be able to. But also, hopefully, if we can in different parts of Australia, it might be one of the first times. Mm. It feels like a big deal. I don't know. Everybody's... Did you, do you feel like you like the whole COVID thing is weighing heavier now than at the beginning or halfway through? I think or, it goes up and down. Yeah. I think it goes in waves. I think that, I mean, in New South Wales, when we're recording this, the numbers are relatively mm. low. People are being, uh, life is almost normal. Mm. 
But who knows if that could all change again tomorrow with, you know, with mask wearing, social distancing, all those things. But like, who knows if that could all change again? And I think it's that uncertainty that adds to the anxiety that when I see the Christmas tree, I'm like. Yeah, well, ah! juxtaposed with the fact that you can still get hot crossed buns at the bakery where we get the bread. So Year round now. Are they? I think so. Okay. Yeah, they've been embraced. I'm glad I caught on. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Every week we talk about a parenting mess that could be anything from something we've seen in the news to something that we just want to chat about or a listener dilemma. Today I want to talk about a school principal that I read about in a story on the ABC. His name is Kerry White. He's been a principal for 37 years and he has never suspended or expelled a student. He teaches at a school, and we won't talk about the specifics of it. He's in Adelaide. Yeah, but he teaches at a school in the suburbs of Adelaide and he has a policy that suspending kids never helps. He says we keep them in-house because the key issue is having a sense of belonging. Often children who exhibit problems with behaviour have sort of lacked an attachment with the principal people in their lives so the last thing they need is to be excluded. Now, I read this and in partnership with what we talked about last week about the challenges of kids with ADHD and things, I was delighted to to see that. I think that <laughs> suspension and expulsion is a difficult thing yes. to deal with. Yes. Did you ever get suspended from school or anything? No, in your no, no. Were you all goody goody yes. all the time? No, 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 we weren't actually. We used to smoke ciggies on the way to, to school and <laughs> you know, and like but that was just it was what was it, the seventies? It wasn't the seventies. <laughs> no, we look we weren't we weren't goody goodies, but we weren't suspended. I think this, this is really interesting and the numbers state by state are really fascinating. Because Queensland's numbers are at 80,000 kids suspended. New South Wales is something like 40,000 kids. South Australia is like 2,000 kids. I wonder why Queensland is so high versus Tassie, which is so low. And it's not just the number of kids. It's well, school, so schools have different policies, right, don't they? And obviously state and, education. And Queensland's probably more old-fashioned. Perhaps. Maybe that's, you know, right, that's it. You're suspended. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we're not obviously education experts, but the thing that's interesting is that a lot of academics and experts in this field do say that it doesn't help because you keep giving up on kids, you keep kicking them out. A lot of the time, deliberately or not, that's what they want to happen. Yes. Or they think that's what they want to happen. But actually the most deliberate change you're going to see in a child is when you stick with them. Yeah. But the challenge for teachers, and I bet there are teachers listening to this who go, I can have a kid in my class who disrupts to the point where all the other kids in the class can't learn and what am I supposed to do about yes. that? And so suspending or excluding from class So the rest of the class the can the benefit. Class. So it's a really tricky thing. Yeah. So do you, do you spend 90% of your time on one child at the exclusion of the 90% or do you spend 10% of your time on that child and then for the greater good, as in the greater good of the rest of the class? So it's nearly impossible. 
But there is an interesting thing in that article on, in the ABC where one school were holding a whole class in for the sake of two kids who were being rotten. I was going to say rotten. They're just playing up. They, they may well have been being rotten. So the whole class stays in and then the whole class suffers because they're all getting detention because you can't all behave, so therefore you all get punished. But only two kids were doing it, which is wrong. Ooh. So they actually changed the rules in the Tasmanian... But is the point of that to encourage some peer pressure? Yes, it is, but but it's not... Okay, so they're primary school kids. They're not going to go, hey, Andrew and Jamie, guys, let's really... Let's act good now. They're just going to bully them. They're just going to call them out and go, you idiots, you got to score to... So then, because they're kids. They're little kids. The education is nearly impossible, although we have managed to do it, but the, it looks like the worm is turning away from exclusion to inclusion. One of the great things that they talk about is having... Um, a timeout pass where they go, I'm, I'm absolutely losing my shit right now. Can I have a pass to time out from the class, go and get myself together, go and pat the school dog, go and have some time away, and then I can come back and join the community of that classroom again. And that's really clever because we never had that. Yeah, it is really clever. Mm. And I know that in my kids' school, different teachers have different policies on exclusion, not necessarily suspension, but sending kids out of class, that idea. Some teachers do it and some teachers don't. Yeah. And... In my experience, the ones who don't, they build up more trust with the kids. You know what I mean? Because they're like, instead of just saying, you're out, go and talk to somebody else, they have to deal with it and that relationship strengthens. But you know what? Teaching is one of the hardest jobs in the world. And I wouldn't ever feel in any way judgmental of a teacher who is going, I need to get this kid out of my class. But I loved that this headmaster in 37 years has yeah. never given up in inverted commas on a student is an amazing story that I think should be kind of looked at. Yeah, and there is evidence that says that the expulsion or suspension of kids doesn't actually change their conduct. It just makes them feel bad about themselves. Exactly. So talking in schools and you say to the kids, who likes writing, who doesn't like writing? And there's, these kids go, I don't like it, why not? It's boring, it's stupid. And then when you say, who's got any ideas? And if one of them puts their hands up and you go, yes, and whatever their idea is, you go, I'd love it. And you find a way to make that idea work. You'll see them sit up and they're in. And once they're in, they're in. Just got to get them on the hook by this inclusion thing. So, I, look, I love the idea of it. Expulsions, yuck. Well, the thing is, the kids have to go somewhere, right? So often it's a question of passing an issue around. Yeah. And... You know, it's it's a really tricky one. We will put the link to that story in our show notes. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You can tell us by jumping in the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook group or recording a voice message and emailing it to tgm at mamamia.com.au. Yeah, that'd be good. Nailed it. You failed it. It's time for Nailed and Failed today. Andrew Daddo, how have you been? Well, it's a challenging time in our household because our youngest daughter turns around the other day and says or during the school holidays and said look I want to go camping with Lulu she's got a license she's 17 Jazzy's 16 so the two of us want to go camping together the only place we can get a spot is four hours away right (laughs) so 16 and 17 year old girls girls going camping together by themselves by themselves four hours away yeah interesting interesting tell me and uh, so I was like well, I, I, I actually thought, yes, that's okay. Jackie's like, nah, this is nah. And then I said to Felix, what do you think? And he said, well, I did the same camping at the same time with my mates. Whoa. And I went, oh, did you? And I said, all right, well, that's, that, there it is. 
so you can't have different rules for boys and girls or siblings, but you can't have different rules for, you know, you can't say to your son, you can do it because you're a strong young man and you can't do it because you're an incy-wincy girl. Yeah. But you can, but you can't. So anyway, off they went. Ooh, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, and it's it's good and it's tough. And Are they there? They're there. Are they yeah, back? yeah. No, no. That yeah. Did you put any kind of rules oh, around all it? Over so it. tell me what the the about. Oh, so listen, I said let's set up the tent at home first. Can you show me you know how to change a tire? Do you have an NRMA? But like none oh, of this so stuff good. happened. You're so practical. No, and is I it said, just the two of them, or is there a group? No, of just them? the two of them. Said so you've got to look around, find a family nearby with young kids, and go and introduce yourself to them and say hi. We're you know Jazzy and Lulu. We're it's our first time camping. We just want you to know we're here and this is who we are. You don't have to look after us, but we just want you to know that we're around. So, Do you and, think they did that? Well, apparently they did. Oh. <laughs> so, But she's just looking up. She goes, oh, I'll do it. I said, you won't do it. She goes, no, I will. Anyway, it's really challenging. Like it it's really, really stressful. So are you, are you and Jack lying awake at night? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's terrible. But it's good at the same time. I think it's great that you did mm. because it's true about different rules. But what an amazing adventure for them! Like what an amazing independence adventure for them. Well, the whole yeah, the whole idea is to go away and come home with some stories. I'm guessing it was I'm a proud nail. Proud of you. I think that's a nail. Very. Because it is true that if your son says, "Well, you let me do it," then you've got nowhere to go. Yeah. You've but look at him. Like he's six go. foot. He's six foot one. He's like you know. Ugh. I said, and how did you get on? And he goes, "Oh, we were pests. We were just pests." Anyway, it's funny you- because my nail failed is similar, right? So we, in the school holidays, we went on a couple of little mini breaks. So we went camping for a few days with some families. But we also, just the family, we went to a place that we often go to, which is in the Hawkesbury River. It's called Dangar Island. It's a tiny little island that has no cars, which is one of the reasons why it's great. So you you drive to Brooklyn, you get on a little ferry, it's 10 minutes and then you're on this little island. It's an island where people live. So it's not like a holiday island. It's an island where people live. It's absolutely beautiful. You're in paradise. It's a fantasy island. In fact, I shouldn't have told any of you what it's called. Well, so that you never is it go busy there. in the holidays? No, it's not busy at all. Yeah. It's heaven. It's like, it's just, uh, it's just, there's nothing there. There's one shop that's also a cafe that does very nice breakfast but closes in the afternoon. There's one bolo that's tiny and is only open twice a week. There is nothing there. So you have to take all your own stuff. You take all your own stuff. You have to take it all over on the ferry. It's like hard work. Pull it all up the hill to your house. Anyway, it's heaven. Oh, so you're in a house? Yeah, you have to be in a house. Oh, okay. There's no campground. Like, it's not a holiday island, right? So you have to you hire an Airbnb. They go to the plane, Pastor. It's, it's beautiful. Mm. Anyway, we went there, which is where we often go. And one of the things that's beautiful about it is because there are no cars, you can let the kids run about, right? They're just free to run about. So we were staying in a house that was up the hill on the island, maybe say five, ten minute walk down to the beach. And Matilda is really testing her independence. I've been talking about this on the show before. She's really testing her independence. She's 10. She's going to be 11 in February. So she wants to do all the things on her own. And we're working out what's good, what's not. But in this place, so we'd be in our house and she'd say, can I take me and Billy go down to the swings, I'd say yes. I'd keep an eye on the time, obviously, or, you know, what are you, that, that <laughs> question of what are you worried about? Yeah. Well, they can't get hit by a car. You know, what, yeah. you're, what you're really worried about are the really dark places of your mind that you've seen on true yes. crime podcasts, right? And you think, well, how likely is that really? You know, not very is the answer to that. Don't look at me like that. No, not, no, no, not no, very no, is the answer to no, that. No, 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 I'm, so I'm you're not... like, are you going to live your life like that? No. And then you think, well, I could be worried about them drowning, but they're not going to go in the water without us. 
and you know blah blah so you go okay I'm, I'm gonna let them go anyway they go and what actually we should be scared of is that 15 20 minutes 30 minutes goes past and we're like okay let's go see where these kids are because they were going to come back is they're just arguing they're just like scrapping you go down there and i find them and billy's on the swings and he's sulking with his head down and matilda's over there like whacking something with a stick and i'm like what and he's like, billy didn't want to go to the swings and then he didn't want to go to the beach i hate to be stupid right. they're just like kick each other like they're and that's when, you know, they are too young to be unsupervised, really. It's not because something terrible will happen to them, but they just can't bloody get it together to have a good time. It's really... <laughs> See, when, when you not said... always. No, no, when you said... Most of the yeah, time. When you said, don't look at me like that, well, I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'm just... We're the, same, we're the same. You and I are the same person. Mm. But I'd never even thought about that. I'll just be arguing. Just I just, yeah, I, think you'd find and just them. being annoying for all the other people around because there's these two annoying kids who are arguing and their parents aren't yeah. supervising them and then you're like, oh. oh but what Matilda really loved is getting on her scooter, being sent for errands to the shops. So I found that best way to distract her for almost a whole afternoon was just, oh, we need a loaf of bread. And then she'd come back and I'd go, oh, now I need... <laughs> I'll time you. No, I'll don't. time you. Yeah. I see. I thought you'd say they'd be elbow deep in an ant's nest or something. No. Going. Nah. No, they know not to do that kind of stuff. Anyway, so she loves errands and she'll just go up and down doing that because she loves anything where she gets to feel grown up. But the two of them just can't bloody be trusted. So it was a fail. But did they have a good time? They had a great time. Yeah. But they, yeah, they need to not fight. I don't know how you stop siblings fighting. We need a whole show about that. They love each other, but they hate each other, right? And that's the same with nearly all siblings close in age. And it can be very stressful. Yeah. Anyway, that is all we have time for on this week's This Glorious Mess. I'll leave you with that happy thought. Yeah, share your nail off out. Or tell me how you stop yeah. your siblings from fighting and ruining a lovely holiday. Do you, do you know, also, just going back to the expulsion and suspension, if you've had a kid who's been suspended or expelled, how that worked out would be really interesting to know. Mm. Like, did it actually, did it change their behaviour or not? Yes, we'd love to know. Send us a voice message. You can record it on your phone. It's really easy. And then you can email it to tgm at mamamia.com.au. This Glorious Mess is brought to you by Mamma Mia. This episode is produced by Paria Tahirzadeh. And we will see you next week. We sure will. See ya. Bye. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.